Sometimes I feel so uptight I just can't sleep at all Every day doing the same old thing We're losing time The weekend comes, we gotta have some fun And rewind These are the days of thunder We're gonna make time stand still We gotta Episode 86 of Tavern Talk. The storms are here. Time to start hunkering down. Are your preps ready? Seems the storms have started to arrive, and I'm not just talking about Hurricane Ian that just passed through Florida, one of the most devastating storms in like 20 or 30 years. But we've also got the financial crises that are starting to hit. Stock markets tanking, dollars, the British pound dropping to almost zero for a short period of time. Just all kinds of insanity. The energy shortages, which are happening everywhere. Here, here in joyous uh, wet coast of Canada, we uh, had our gas prices jump by 30 cents a liter. For those of you that don't think in liters, which mean all the Americans out there, that 30 cents a liter translates to a dollar 20 a gallon. Okay. That was over that was over the course of 3 days it made that jump. Just downright insanity. So basically, well, we've been warning you about this. We've been talking about this crap for a couple of years, all the scams, everything else, telling you to prepare, and it is time. Hopefully you're prepared and it's time to start hunkering down. You can ride out the storm because it too will pass like every other storm has done. And then we will rebuild. And after all, though, it's not all doom and gloom. We have lots of great tips tonight. Some good old bitching and complaining here at the tavern. So I suggest that you come on in out of the dark. 
settle down by the fire, have a drink, and fall down some rabbit holes with us. And we've got some rabbit holes tonight just for fun and games, all kinds of downright insanity. I'm going to skip the spiritual reading tonight. I didn't really, I, I read through what I chose, and I was like, yeah, it doesn't quite fit tonight. I didn't choose very well. Actually, I chose it for a couple of weeks ago, and I got around to reading it, so. It belonged a couple of weeks ago, but it doesn't belong tonight. We're just going to dive right into some of the really fun stuff, our special videos, and see how many of the special videos still exist on Twitter. Start with... Should be entertaining. Today's news media in action. Oh, yeah, this is our the news media in action. Ready, set, and it is time to charge and go get them! <laughs> I love that one. <laughs> That's our news media in action these days. Just flop right over and yeah. don't accomplish anything. <laughs> and that uh, is awesome. <laughs> yeah. And our next one, getting kids into the house. This is what it's like. Rounding up your kids to get them into the house. If it'll show. Yeah, well, Twitter's not loading the way it should. Loading, 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 get some doggies loading right. Oh, something oh. went wrong. Try retrying it. There it is. Ooh, Here cool. we go. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> There's always the one little one down there that's willing to help the mom. <laughs> <laughs> Damn kid. Come on. Get in here. Poof. Down it comes. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> and here's one to go with the big ass, the big ass fake titties that were kicking around on that woodshop teacher and where they originated. But oh, we need volume for this one. I'm the founder and CEO. Hi there. My name is Sean Green and I am the founder and CEO of BigAssFakeTitties.com. Recently, you might have seen a viral news story about a shop teacher in Canada wearing our products. Specifically, our Series 8 Z-Cup silicone breasts. Bigots have been using this story to push an anti-transgender narrative while also claiming that wearing big-ass fake titties while operating heavy machinery can be dangerous. We want to assure everyone that over here at BigAssFakeTitties.com, we take safety very seriously. Big-ass fake titties come with anti-catch nipples so you can work safely in any environment. Whether it's an auto mechanic shop, a wood shop, a tool and die shop, you name it, you can rest assured that here at BigAssFakeTitties.com, we have your safety as our number one concern. Big Ass Fake Titties make great gifts from bachelor parties, bachelorette parties, bar mitzvahs, birthdays, and even stocking stuffers. But just make sure you got a big enough stocking. Just picture the look on old Saint Nick's face when he sees those huge knockers. His dick will be so hard he'll have to leave through the front door. And in solidarity with that shop teacher in Canada for a limited time only, our big-ass fake titties are 40% off. Now for the low, low price of only $458.99, you can have your own big-ass fake titties. And our big-ass fake titties are so realistic looking, people won't even know that you got big-ass fake titties. They'll think they're real. It'll just be our little secret. <laughs> Don't forget our website, BigAssFakeTitties.com. That website again is www.BigAssFakeTitties. <laughs> I'm not sure if that's actually a, spo a, a, a uh, spoof or not. 
a satire piece or not. I think that might be an actual real company. I'm tempted to go check out the site, but I'm worried about what I might find. And... Oh, low value mail. Yeah, so that was a spoof. <laughs> I thought so. I figured it was. I hadn't clicked on it before. I figured, okay, well, let's click on it, see where it goes. <laughs> All right, one more special video. <clears throat> oh, that one's gone. Gone, gone. I should have saved that one. I don't even remember what it was. Oh, well. And here's one more. This is one that's not 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 completely not funny, but this one here is one that I thought was kind of important because it's the things that men teach. Oh, we don't need the volume for it. We'll just let it run. Volume's just an announcement. happy baby is he actually playing a game yep. with the kid yep got all the other <laughs> players awesome. in on it in on it too it's <laughs> awesome as hell that is there we go <laughs> <laughs> empathy it's what men teach that is so cool i just thought that was a cool one to bring definitely all right <clears throat> Let's get going. We've got all kinds of other miscellaneous stuff here. Where shall we go first? We got all kinds of stuff. Let's talk about Google's Project Nimbus. That's not mine. You must have brought this. Oh, yes. This one is... Uh, I thought this was pretty cool. Um, hang on. Let me grab my notes. There we go. So this is actually about uh, the Google employees all actually speaking up about the terrifying AI that Google is using. And here specifically in the video, they are talking uh, about the uh, Google's hatred on, what was it? Who was it? Uh, I can't remember who it was. Oh, there we go. All right, well, let's go. Palestinian and allied Google employees speak out about the anti-Palestinian bias they have witnessed within the company. This bias and the larger company pattern of stifling concerned workers' voices is part of a larger culture. Oh, it's been Google forever. Since the beginning. Yep. Considering that Google was founded by a couple of Jews. So they would be completely against Palestine. Mm-hmm. Anything to crush the Palestinians, no matter where they are in the world. Hmm. Preventing the war German government from requesting data related to the Israeli Defense Forces for International Criminal Court, of course. Google is definitely evil. Yeah. You know, and I, I didn't realize this, but for those of you that hadn't noticed, uh, we don't have Google logo here. Bring up a... Bring up a Google logo. Google, Google logo is a triple six. Oh, oh, okay, I see. Bring it up here. There. 
big their big button that you see on everything. There it is. The Google Chrome logo actually. It is. Oh. Right there. You're right. Three sixes. Oh, I never noticed that before. Many people haven't noticed it. I just I thought, thought I was just an attempt at a rainbow. Well, yeah, it's just you, it looks that way, but it's there. It is nice and clear now. Now you, you can't can miss it. You can also see it as three sevens. X, X. There is no seven here. Not a seven. Well, if you look at just the colors around the circle. The colors around the circle would be seven. Yeah. But even triple sevens isn't a good number either. <clears throat> Yeah, well, Google's uh, Google's Google's uh, an evil corporation, man. They started out with good ideas and intentions, and they were doing well for about the first three or four years, and then they started making money. Mm -hmm. Once they started making money, they went downhill. And then when they went public, man, it just they they crumbled. As soon as a company goes public, it, they start going evil, big time evil. Every company yeah. that goes public does that. Have to have to keep paying. Oh, that was very. I mean, how the hell did I manage that trick? What trick? I set my shot glass down with my rum in it on top of my pen, and it got balanced on there. And I looked down and said, "Why? How did I balance that on the pen?" <laughs> that is that is lucky. Yeah, I didn't spill my rum. Fuck, that would have been horrible. Ooh. Yeah, it would have. Alcohol abuse, man. Don't want any alcohol abuse here. All right, well, I imagine Google's probably going to uh, work really hard at crushing employees. They want all the woke culture there. They want the woke culture. They uh, want to push out everyone that speaks their mind or wants to have uh, family-friendly stuff. They want it all gone. All gone. Debauchery, man. As the world we know of falls further and further into debauchery and the fall of Rome is happening along with the fall of the West. Yep. All right. Got something here since we're in the section, you were warned about what is to come. 10 things to not do when the next Great Depression strikes. And well, frankly, we're on the edge of a Great Depression right now. Yeah, we are. You know, with the massive, uh, massive inflation, which is... Uh, is pumping along. We're heading for Weimar Republic inflation levels right now. And you know what Weimar Republic is, right? No, I don't. Uh, you should probably do some research on it, but we'll give you the gist of it. The Weimar, Weimar Republic, Republic was the Weimar Republic was a German Republic. And uh, I think it was during World War II or just before World War II when they had massive inflation where people were using the stacks of money to heat their house and it was a wheelbarrow load full of money just to buy a loaf of bread. Okay. That's how inflated the money was. They were printing up million dollar bills or something. Okay. So our inflation's headed for that kind of point right now. So first things they say, don't panic. And you don't want to panic. Yeah, you've got to... Figure out what you're going to do, how you're going to deal with it. If you're an investor in the stock market, don't sell your shares. Because anyone who had stocks at any time in the past when uh, stocks, stock markets have crashed, it's happened every, about every seven years for the last you know, 100 years. 
Um, within three or four years, they, they bounce back. If they're a good, solid company, they bounce back to where they were before or slightly better. And then you can sell it off then when the money's back. Don't quit your job if you happen to have one. No matter how shitty that job is, if you happen to have a job, don't quit it. Because you may find not, you're not able to get another job. You know, if you've got to pay your bills and you need that job, don't quit it. Hopefully the company won't come to you and ask you to take a pay cut, but uh, you know, don't take your job for granted. You know, big one, don't buy anything on credit during the downturns. Hopefully you're not in too much debt as the downturns are heading in. Best thing is if you are out of debt, because debt is the killer of everyone during these downturns. I know, I've been there. Been there, done it during the uh, 2008 downturn. I was in deep debt then. And it hurt me big time. Don't become a co-signer on a loan. Don't switch. If you own a house and it's mortgaged, don't switch to an adjustable rate mortgage because you will get screwed big time. Actually, just stay away from adjustable rate mortgages in general. Yes, yes. They're, they are a horrible thing. They're, they're great during a during the upturn in, in, the, in the markets and the economy. They're great then when interest rates are low, but the moment it turns around and interest rates start rising, which they're rising really fast right now. They've risen in the last three months. I believe they've risen like four, four points in the last three months, which is the highest, the fastest they've risen in a long time. But uh, a two or three point hike in the interest rates could mean a two to $800 increase in your annual and your monthly mortgage payment. Or more. Don't make investments that aren't secure. Best bet is to not invest at all. Unless you're buying, well, the problem of buying gold and silver at this point is you're starting to buy when it's rising in price. You know, gold and silver is not a store of value. It's a, it's a preservation of value. You know, it's, it's how you can carry your money from one, one downturn to the next upturn and then turn it back into cash and use it. Or it's something you can have stocked up so if the system collapses entirely, you can use it for payment because gold and silver is always accepted in payment when uh, shit goes south. So two things that are known to always be of value. If you do happen to get lucky and get a promotion, don't upgrade your lifestyle. In other words, you get a raise, don't go buy a new car. Don't. Don't splurge on your wardrobe. Don't suddenly start eating steak and lobster. Keep living your life the same way you were. Now you have extra money you can stack away or use it for something else. Like if you want an investment that pays dividends right now, buy food. Buy long-term storage food, canned goods, rice, beans, et cetera, et cetera. Coffee. Coffee, coffee. Coffee will be very valuable if shit hits the fan. Yep. You'd be able to, you'd be able to trade the equivalent of two cups of coffee for chicken and a dozen eggs. Because yep. those that love their coffee will pretty much give their soul for coffee. Coffee is so much more addictive than than a tea. Mhm. Mm yeah, well. I don't even like the taste of it anymore and I'm drinking it right now. Yep. They tell you don't keep your wealth in cash. Well, that's yes and no. That's a, you know, if you keep it in cash, you know, if the uh, economy you live in, the cash goes to Weimar Republic uh, inflation, your cash becomes worthless. So, yeah, you don't want to keep it in cash. You want to keep it in something else. 
And they say, don't defraud your creditors. Well, it depends on your creditors. <clears throat> and we got another thing here on the Great Depression. This is an article here. It's a really good article. And it's, it's a story about how, how people survived the Depression and how families survived the Depression and how they worked hard to prepare and provide a future for their children so their children wouldn't have to live like they did. It's a really good article. It's really quite interesting. So you might want to check that one out. All right. Shall we go check in on how the world is fucked since it's become clown world? Sure. Yeah, let's go check this out. Here we go. Gas for your electric car. Is it, I don't is it a, understand the problem. The car, sometimes it runs out of gas. So you just gotta put no, gas there's a the big car. problem. Tesla's an electric car, right? Yes. Fully electric. Mm -hmm. I don't understand what the gas is for then. Well, because if you're fully out, you gotta... You gotta charge it? Okay, juice it up. Show me what you mean. Let's pop... Where's the gas going to go? Show me. Basically, it goes in here. <laughs> this is the... Wait, then... That plugs into here, and that plugs into there, and then you're good to go. It's a weird oh system. Oh my gosh, is that a gasoline generator? This, that's how you get the electricity to drive. <laughs> you got a Honda-powered Tesla. You're going, bro. You could have gotten a Honda, and you could have just saved all of this, and you'd you'd, you'd be done. You you're going to a Honda-powered Tesla. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. It's like, yeah. It's totally clown world out there, man. I've got a Tesla electric car. It's so beautiful, but I keep a generator in the back so I can charge it up when I run out of juice. <laughs> wow. That's a special thing. And it turns out, who knew? Suddenly, oh, it's gone. Never mind. We won't even talk about it. <laughs> okay, well, let's see if the street morons are still here. Nope, street morons are gone too. All right. I guess it was too offensive. Yeah. I'm sure they were. They were oh another one. Freakout's gone. Jeez. Well, at least we got ignore the riot. Just make me a sandwich. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. The riot in the store. And there's a woman at the counter bitching because the sandwich maker is not making her sandwich. <laughs> it's like <laughs> It's fine. Nothing going on here. It's like Please. the cartoon with the dog in the bar, bur bar burning down around and saying, it's fine. Yep. Nothing wrong. <laughs> uh, and then we have a good collection of memes. Clown World had everyone post their <laughs> random entertaining memes. <laughs> And here we go. And that's uh, Cortez. Yes, we can land on the sun. We just have to go at night. <laughs> Uh-oh. I, I have to listen to this one. The three congressmen you have here, two of them look like they could, they really could and did play ball, and the other one looks like he could bomb you. The three <laughs> Way to go, Biden. <laughs> they look like they can play ball. <laughs> Two look like they can play ball. One looks like he can bomb you. <laughs> Way to go, Biden. 
<laughs> ah. Here's uh, the new one for the modern man who randomly picks up what he thinks are girls in a bar. <laughs> Babe, a tiny pieces, penis isn't such a big deal. I don't know, Jenny. I kind of wish you didn't have one at all. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everybody's favorite. This is when uh, Bill Gates became truly evil. Oh, is this when he got pied? When he got yeah. pied three times in a row, man. <laughs> he didn't get to the building. After that, man, he just became the he just he just went full blown evil after that. He was he was monkeying around until then. There you go. This is fine. Oh, <laughs> uh, let's see. They had some really good ones in here. This is what dedicated by the dip looks like. You know, by the dip means, right? <laughs> I assume it's the same as drink the Kool-Aid. Um, no, by the dip is a term used in stock markets, Bitcoin and whatnot. When the price goes down, buy. Price goes down oh. some more, buy some more. Price goes down, buy some more. So, okay, you bought it when it was $10. It went down to 8 You bought more. So now you've lost $10 for, or $2 for all the stuff. Drops to 6 you buy some more. So you keep losing money as you go. Hmm. Hoping that it's going to come back all the way around. Oh, here it is. I like this one. Hey, I'm so excited for our date. Nice to meet you. Where's the other girl? Other girl? Why would you think there's another girl? Your Tinder profile said they, them. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> so did I. Uh, I have no idea what this one is. Picture Valley, crunchy granola bars, oats and honey, blah, 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 whole grains. I don't get it. Oh, whole grain yeah, first they... ingredient? No. I don't get it either. It's just a yeah. picture of a box. Yeah. Here we go. I like this one. Hey, are you aware that vegan diets lack vitamins A, B6, B12, D, F, K2, and CLA, carotene, carotene, cholesterol, co coenzyme Q, creatine, hem heme iron, saturated fat, and taurine? And then the vegan <laughs> looking like shit. Show me the studies. <laughs> <clears throat> That one there. As long as it stays up, it is a full-blown one. They keep adding more memes to it. Because there's way more memes here than there are. Wait, can you go back up for a moment? That? She is. She's wearing a, a, the Peppy, frog thing. She's wearing Peppy the Frog. Yes. <laughs> uh -huh. yes okay. I, I, I had to scroll past that. It was hurting the eyeballs. <laughs> there's some of these things here that just really hurt the eyeballs. Simpsons, next season. They're no longer white. <laughs> <laughs> well, they were never white. They're always yellow. Oh, they're assumed to be white. All right. Uh, they're no longer yellow. They're now black. Oh, here's one. If you're confused about gender, try milking a bull. You'll learn real quick. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, you brought the Puerto Rican spe uh, speech. Yes, the Puerto Rican speech. If you start at 33, uh, 33 seconds in, you get the whole thing, or you can just listen to it. Well, my name's Joe Biden, and I don't want the headline to read, Biden brings storm to Puerto Rico. 
So I don't, I'm going to maybe have to cut this a little short. Let me start off by saying that Jill and I, uh, and thank you very much for that lovely introduction. Jill and I are, uh, are uh, we're anxious to be here. You know, we, uh, I come from a little state, the little state of Delaware. It's not like the congresswoman from New York. She's in the big state. But we have a very, in relative terms, large Puerto Rican population in Delaware, relative to our population. We have the eighth largest black population in the country, and between all minorities, we have 20% of our state is minority. Look at her look, look at her look at him and go, oh my God, what's he gonna say? Oh dear. I know, I actually feel kind of bad for her. And so I, uh, I uh, was sort of raised uh, in the Puerto Rican community at home, politically. And so we, and we came here for a long time, uh, both for business and pleasure since you're part of the Third Circuit Court of Appeals and Delaware is as well. <laughs> that all he did? What? I, th I thought it was much worse than that. No, it's the way that he's talking. A large minority at 20%. Yeah. Apparently they're, they're Puerto Rican, but he also says right there, he said, I was raised as a Puerto Rican because yeah. of the, of the uh, population. And, oh, yeah, like, okay. <laughs> like, no, sweetie. You weren't raised as Puerto Rican. No, no, you definitely weren't raised as Puerto Rican. You were raised as a fucking moron, but Puerto Rican. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you can look back at all his past speeches in history and see what a moron he's been. Oh, his yeah. entire term in fucking Congress. They should have term limits in Congress, man. Shouldn't be allowed to be there more than six years. That would change things real fast. Can we go to things to bring from Amber? Yeah, just after we check out the Darwin Awards. Okay. I love what this are the new Darwin I, Awards I, today. I, I love this new this new uh, feed and Dar and in Twitter for Darwin Awards. Here we go. <laughs> pulled one car out of a ditch stuffs the other one in the ditch <laughs> oh my goodness <laughs> yeah, you're supposed to watch where you're driving when you're pulling someone else out <laughs> uh, let's see here uh, oh god okay we have uh, we have a video on this Oh, it's New York Times. I can't look at any money. Hey, can you scroll up for a second? There looks like a newspaper thing with a red circle around it. August 14, 1912. News from 110 years ago. <clears throat> the furnaces oh, okay. of the world are now burning about 2 billion tons of coal a year. When this is burned, uniting with oxygen, it adds about 7 billion tons of carbon dioxide to the atmosphere yearly. This tends to make the air more effective blanket for the earth and to raise its temperature. The effect may be considered in a few centuries. Considerable <laughs> in a few centuries. So they oh, were already awesome. talking about climate change 100 years ago. <laughs> wow, they were, they've been pushing that fucking shit for a long time. Oh, yeah. Let's see, where's some of my good ones here? Come on, we had some good ones. 
buried. What's that? It might have been buried. Yeah, well, it looks like they're suddenly posting a lot of stuff here. They were just posting uh, videos on crazy Darwin Award winners. Oh, well, we'll have to deal with it. All right, so what do we got in the things that you brought? Well, the first thing I have is hundreds of decapitated goat carcasses are showing up in major U.S. rivers, and nobody knows why. <laughs> okay, I guess the, the Satanists have increased their that... uh, sacrifices. <clears throat> Pardon? I guess the Satanists have increased their sacrifices. No, actually, drug traffickers. Why are they taking goat heads? Oh, they are sacrificing the goats to uh, Centuria for protection. Ah. That's the current theory. Well, that's a hell of a lot of goats that's a that lot are of decapitated. Goats. <laughs> Even Centuria is a Satanism. Yes, so yeah. So you find 500 decapitated, decapitated goats on a single river. You don't go on doing things like normal. You go on Rambo's riverboat to come take a look around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this part of the article says, and if and definitely call Rambo. Oh, I, 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 I <laughs> like what uh, that's the last Rambo movie. <laughs> His last big hurrah is Rambo, and he blows the shit out of the fucking Mexican cartel. Totally destroys his own farm, though, and his cool tunnels. But he blows the shit out of the cartel. Yeah, I just wanted to bring that forward because it's yeah. kind of it was kind of a what the fuck moment when I found that article. It's yeah. like, it is what the fuck, you know? Why do we have that many fucking goats? And think of is you know, Satanists have increased their fucking uh, sacrificial rituals. And the next one I have here is. I don't really get it. They seem to be comparing uh, Pamela to some person. I think it's a... Heels up, Harris! Yeah, I think it's like a stand-up comedy or something. I'm not... Or not a comedy, a, a daily... Whatever. Harris what is Veep? Versus... My fellow Americans... Words have many meanings, and sometimes instead of conveying our meaning, they can suggest other meanings. When we talk about the children of the community, they are a children of the community. Well, we are the United States of America because we are united. And we are states. I'm talking about the significance of the passage of time, right? The significance of the passage of time. So when you think about it, there is great significance to the passage of time. Whatever we have in store cannot be known the past was once the future the future is i should say unknown we gotta take this stuff seriously as seriously as you are because you have been forced to have to take it seriously obesity is a serious disease and it needs to be taken seriously you need to get to go and need to be able to get where you need to go to do the work and get home i hope that clarifies the issue and this can be the last word on those words certain issues are just settled clearly we're not no that's right and that's why i do believe that we are living Sadly, in um, real unsettled times. <laughs> I think Veep is a comedian of some sort. Yeah? Just, just because it was, it, it was a spoof, obviously. The person was spoofing the vice yeah. president. Well, like, it, it says the Veep robot, but I, I'm oh, just confused about it, who they're maybe comparing it is a her robot. to. The whole thing was beautifully done, though. Yeah, maybe it is a robot. 
And maybe Camelot Camel Toe Harris is no longer real and she's a robot. Although although my bet is on the fact that she's high all the time. Like her, yeah, probably. her like her big speech in uh her big speech in uh South Korea saying we saying the United States is allied with North Korea. <laughs> so the next one I have here is on, it's just this? an article. And now uh, America oh. must choose to move forward. Oh, or this is one we covered already. Yeah. The big evil evil president from uh V for Vendetta. Flash Star Wars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, the the next thing I have on here is just an article that I wanted to bring to the show <clears throat> to let anybody who's bothering to listen know about. It's actually a really good article talking about why Ukraine and NATO could be a nuclear nightmare for America. Yeah. It's long. It's long-winded, but it is worth reading. Okay, well, uh, from what I know about it all right now, aside from the fact that uh, they keep threatening Russia and somebody blew up their pipelines, everyone's going, Russia blew up their pipelines. It's like, no. Of course. No, no, Russia didn't blow up their pipelines. They could just spin a a knob and turn the gas off. They didn't have to blow up their pipeline to turn off the gas. They just spin a knob and gas was turned off. Somebody else blew up their pipeline. (laughs) You know, yeah, but they can't admit that. Well, no, that never. It's it's never going to be known who who blew up their pipeline. That'll that'll be a that'll be a seriously kept secret. Probably the uh, SEAL team that blew it up has already uh, died in tragic accidents. Really? You know, those guys have probably already died in tragic accidents on their way back home. It's about the only people who have the capability for that deep water demolition like that are U.S. SEALs. Uh, seal and diver welders. Oh, no, but diver welders, they wouldn't use diver welders because those guys aren't trained for doing that kind of shit. Right, actually, now I think about it. They have the ability to they, go they, deep, they have the ability to do things, but, but they they're, wouldn't they're, have the training to infiltrate. They wouldn't have the training to infiltrate like that and get in and out without being seen. Yeah, that's true. I didn't think about that aspect. Because that would have that been a pretty deep dive to mm-hmm. do that. Because those are not those are not shallow water pipes. Those would be under hundreds of feet of water. Yeah. Yeah. The deep the deep water um, deep water welders make crazy amounts of money. Well, yeah, because it's extremely dangerous. Oh yeah. Extremely dangerous deep water. The next two things I have here are just really cool little night sky things. Like one is Neptune's rings captured by the new Webb telescope. The article, isn't that such a cool picture? That is a nice picture. The article itself just explains to you, like, what Neptune is, about Neptune, the color it is, and has some really awesome pictures throughout. Yeah, you know what's interesting? Hmm. Okay, when the Webb telescope was launched, there was lots and lots of promotions on it. But then all of a sudden, they started getting back pictures that contradicted the last 50 to 75 years of information around the Big Bang Theory. Oh. And all of a sudden, it went quiet on the, on the Webb telescope and the photos coming huh. in. Because they were discovering that the universe is not actually expanding, because the Webb telescope takes these amazing photos, and they can see shit that they couldn't see before, and they're, they're not finding the ever-expanding mm, universe. For some reason, you cut out there. They're not still fi- They're not finding. Do you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, okay. We'll blame it on fucking the AI. Because the AI okay. is a bitch. 
the, she's a nasty, nasty, mean fucking bitch. <laughs> Doesn't get laid enough. That's her problem. All right. Um, but the, they're finding with these pictures that are coming in is that the universe is not an expanding thing from the Big Bang Theory. It's static. It's not expanding ever outward. It's, there's a lot of things that are contradicting everything that we've been taught for the last 75 years about the universe and how it came into existence. Cool. Oh, yeah. I've only kept peripheral knowledge of it, but yeah, there, so I've looked at some of the photos, but they're really quite cool. <clears throat> yeah, I really like the photos. I think they look freaking awesome. Hmm. Right. And then I have an article for the night sky coming up in October. Did you know we have two meteor showers to look forward to? I didn't know we had meteor showers in October. Yeah, Draconid meteor shower and the Orionid meteor shower. Hmm. They're probably not very bright, so you'd have to be like uh, way out in the middle of nowhere to see it. Yeah, they but must be small. Probably, but I'm excited to see if I can see them now that I live somewhere with very little light. Yep. It's so cool. I can actually see the Milky Way. I love it. Kick off a busy meteor shower season? All right, mm -hmm. let's go check out the meteor shower guide. You know what the most amazing one was? It happened in mm -hmm. the 1800s. Yeah? And uh, it hasn't been repeated since. It happened in, in August when we went through the, uh, the Perseids, I think is what we go through in August. August meteor so, yeah. shower. Hang on. i to get the name. It's an important meteor. meteor shower is the Perseids. Yeah, Perseids. And the Perseids is the remains of the comet that is believed to have ended the Ice Age. Mm -hmm. And we go through it, we go through it every year. But in the 1800s, it was somewhere around 1850 or so. There were thousands per hour lit up oh, the sky. Wow. And can you imagine in the 1800s, no city lights ever anywhere, just pure black skies. And if, you happen, and if you happen to be on a cloudless night somewhere and saw it, it would have looked like heaven was falling. That would be so freaking cool. Yeah. But it's like you can actually, they, they actually pay homage to it in Red Dead Redemption with the meteor shower. And, uh, and uh, I, the reason it's stuck in my head right now is I've been wa re-watching a show called... Uh, going west and it uh, it the history is 100% accurate it's a 12 hour miniseries mm -hmm. on discs I have and it starts out with a fictional family the Wheelers and it starts in the 1830s of one boy who dreams of heading west and he heads west and goes, joins and becomes a mountain man. And it follows all cool. the different things in the paths of the United States moving west and, you know, pushing the Indians out, the Indian Wars, the building of the Great Railroad, the pushing them out of uh, the Black Hills of South Dakota to take over the gold, all of the, you know, total destruction of the west. From the, and it covers the 1800s, the early 1800s 
mid 18 early mid 1800s to the 1890s which the 1890s was the end of the west that's when it all got tamed after the railroads came to which is you know if you play red dead redemption you'll understand that history is almost 100 percent accurate in Red redemption mm-hmm. so you can get a lot of history in that okay anyway back to this what else we got fall hunter moon and hornet best shooting stars in october <clears throat> well it's gonna happen during a new moon be nice oh no it'll be waning crescent phase oh it falls on october 25th yeah oh so it'll be at ornid's peak the new moon falls during the peak of the uh shower oh okay it'll be in a in a waning crescent and uh and it'll be not too bright so New moon falls on October 25th, right at the peak of it. I didn't know we had uh, meteor showers in that. Neither did I, but then again, we lived in the city for years, so we wouldn't have noticed anything. Well, no, and I didn't pay much attention to it. I just thought those two things were kind of cool. Yeah, and if you happen to have clear skies in the winter, you get really clear skies in the winter. All right, let's see what else we got here before we actually get into some of the really cool stuff. Um, see what else do I want? Oh, amount of stupid in the world. You brought one. It? Not my. That's not my thing. Oh, White yeah. lives matter. Not allowed. That yeah, must be the K uh, West. So, the K West tour. Yeah, the Kanye Kanye West. Uh, he was wearing a White Lives Matter shirt, and he got his uh, black models to throw on White Lives Matter shirts yeah. for his surprise fashion show. Mm-hmm. And people are not happy. Well, that's because it's a black man making fun of the Black Lives Matter thing, telling everyone it's a scam. Yeah. I, do, I think it's hilarious, but it's like, if you take it and look at it from their perspective, mm. it's okay for a white person to wear Black Lives Matter, but not okay for a black person to wear White Lives Matter. Yeah. And even going with their logic from their perspective, you know, the crazies out there, it, it doesn't work. Well, it's you all can't even of, use the same logic. It's all about the fact that whites are evil. They're just pure evil. They don't matter at all. They all need to be destroyed Obviously. and removed from the planet. <laughs> That's their logic. We've got some insanity of the new right message, too. Good for you, uh, Kanye. Vermont High School bans girls from the locker room because they complained about a transgender. (laughs) Yep. Yeah, that's where we're at now. Yeah, so the teenage girls are saying that this kid is being inappropriate and asked if the kid could please change in one of the changing rooms in private. Instead, the 10 or so girls making the complaint are now banned from the changing room. These girls are stepping up and telling it how it is, stating this is the patriarchy that that the left keeps warning about. Yep. They they start they actually go on a rant. I think there's a video I can't remember, but I read the whole article, and they go on a rant about how Vermont High School uh, has banned several female volleyball players from their own locker room. This is absolute madness. Uh, after they complained that a transgender student, so a biological male with a penis with whom they have to share the locker room allegedly made some remarks that made the girls quite uncomfortable. Here's a video of that. 
High School student Blake Ellen and her teammates are currently barred from using the locker room after some of the girls on the team objected to allowing a transgender player in the girls' locker room. My mom wants me to do this interview to try to make a change. Ellen says the dispute started when the trans student made an inappropriate comment while members of the volleyball team were getting changed. She says her issue is not with having the trans student on the team or at school, but specifically in the locker room. Under state law, the transgender student could use whatever locker room they identified with. In an email to families, school officials said that the school has plenty of space where students who feel uncomfortable with the laws may change in privacy. They want all, all the girls who feel uncomfortable, so pretty much 10 girls, to get changed in a single style bathroom, which would take over 30 minutes, when if one person got changed separately, it would take a minute. I mean, right, like, so, or we... <laughs> I thought it was pretty cool that she stepped up and did the interview. And there's I another couple of girls who I talked as well. I think it's well. cool that they've all stepped up to do the interview and to speak out against it. But uh, this is yeah. where we're at with the fucking leftards and uh, and the appeasement and that slippery slope that everyone was warned about yeah. five, ten years ago. If you start allowing this, they're going to want this. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a slippery slope. Oh, no, it won't be so bad. It'll be no problem whatsoever. And now we got, you know, a uh, My favorite woodshop teacher wearing big ass titties. My favorite line is uh, literally men are replacing women in every single thing. Yeah, that so. literally is the patriarchy that leftists keep warning us about. It's hearing it. Yeah. Well, I like you know, it. You know, you, admit, you know, men make better women. After all, woman of the year was a man. Yep. <laughs> men can do everything women can do, only better. <laughs> Another one here is also in, uh, this one's, sorry, this one is in Virginia. And a pro-trans group in Virginia attempts to crowdsource for outed and in crisis kids to help them, to help rehome them with a queer-friendly adult. Oh, dear God. Fucking psychotic. Oh, dear God. We did mention that we're going to start losing our kids over this. Well, oh, here you go. Yeah. It's starting. Starting. Take away their kids. We need some. We need some gay people to teach them how to be gay. Yeah, the video is groomers, about another groomers, aspect groomers, of the article, unite. Hmm? Groomers, 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 unite, unite the groomers. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, fuck. And uh, the last one I have is California is back. They just made it legal for minors to travel from other. Other sex to get trans. That's not what I meant. From other um, uh, states to get trans drugs and surgery without parental consent. Oh, yeah. Well, California is like, leading the way for this fucking insanity and this fucking demon, demonic. Oh, crap. yeah. We oh, need the man. major earthquake to break California off and sink it into the fucking Pacific. Well, this is the psychosis of the right message. Mm hmm. Huh? Psychosis of the right message. What? Psychosis of the right. Uh, it's okay. This is what uh, everyone is saying is the right thing to do. Oh, okay. and this is what everyone is saying is the right message to give out. Oh, the right message to give out. Because you you just you yeah. just made it sound like it was the right making this message. Oh fuck no no. This is the lefties with their new what's right message. Oh okay. That sound better? That sounds better. Yeah. All right. Sounds more like it. Yeah, well, we've got problems in the world, man, and sometimes I think we need a fucking EMP. Yeah, that would solve a lot of issues. Uh, 
an EMP would within within 30 days it would solve everything. Now, granted, the rest of us would suffer miserably for years. Yep. You know, maybe a decade or more until things could be brought back online, maybe to early 1800 standards if we're that lucky. But you know, but it would end everything <laughs> and end all the shit. Yep. And uh, toxic masculinity would no longer be a problem. I mean, go ask the oh, people in gone. go ask the people in Florida right now how much they hate toxic masculinity. <laughs> as they as they cheer the men ri- arriving in the diesel trucks with the diesel <laughs> generators and the uh, and the big muscles to help clean up the mess. Oh yeah. You know. <laughs> I mean, I don't see, I, I don't think there's a big line of Tesla's and Pyrrhus's. No. Tesla's and other uh, electric cars. Fuck, I can't get the word no, out of my mouth. No, it's probably mostly diesels that are running right now. Diesels and gasoline engines, man. Yep. That's all that's running. Oh, dear. All right. No, not the, ble- not the B article. What do we got here? No. All right. Oh, perfectly. This 1979 Monty Python. Oh God. Oh, this one here. I. I. This is from uh, Life of Brian. Oh yeah. But I thought. I thought it was worth bringing forward again because oh, yeah. it's I, just awesome. I've seen it a few times. Yes, it perfectly predicted today's gender ide- ideology. <laughs> Why are you always on about women, Stan? I want to be one. What? I want to be a woman. From now on, I want you all to call me Loretta. What? It's my right as a man. Well, why do you want to be Loretta, Stan? I want to have babies. You want to have babies? It's every man's right to have babies if he wants them. But you can't have babies. Don't you oppress me. I'm not oppressing you, Stan. You haven't got a womb. Where's the fetus going to just take? You're going to keep it in a box? <laughs> Here, I've got an idea. Suppose you agree that he can't actually have babies, not having a womb, which is nobody's fault, not even the Roman, but that he can have the right to have babies. Good idea, Judith. We shall fight the oppressors for your right to have babies, brother. Sister. What's the point? What's the point of fighting for his right to have babies when he can't have babies? It is symbolic of our struggle against oppression. (laughs) <laughs> symbolic of his struggle against reality <laughs> <laughs> yes 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 that, that does I really do love that one that cap encapsulates encapsulates yeah, life of Brian was <laughs> life of Brian actually sort of predicted a lot of crazy shit in our world today but it was they were actually talking about Rome at the time so what if Rome was going through all this crazy shit same way we are now oh they were <laughs> they absolutely were the Great Fall of Rome, the Great Fall of Western Civilizations. Yep. Oh, dear God. All right, let's see here. All right. I think I need to take a bit of a break here and uh, go refill a couple of things and uh, I'll play a little bit of Uzak. But he's fun and entertaining. 
Be right back. Got him in Wyoming. Montana's got its best. Seen him here in other places, out here in the West. Roping cows and branding calves, riding bucket bronze. It's real joy to see a real cowboy, or even in the honky tonks. Whoopie tie, old cowboy, riding the range. Whoopie tie, old cowboy. I hope that you don't change. Nights and drugstores and the ones from Hollywood. If they really knew the way it was, they'd surely change their ways. Cause there ain't no stopping a real cowboy, but just like the good old days. Whoopie tie, old cowboy, no roof for fame. Whoopie tie, old cowboy. Nobody knows your Something you ain't, but it just makes me cry. Whoopie tie, old cowboy, riding the range. Whoopie tie, old cowboy. Nobody knows your name. Whoopie tie, old cowboy, riding the range. Whoopie tie, old cowboy. song oh it's a good tune mm -hmm. definitely a good country tune also it gives enough time to run and grab something and come back well you know it's a two and a half minute song um where is it um yeah which one i just played now yeah three minutes it's a three minute song, it's Aha, a three, minute so song. three the magic number yeah well you know been seeing a lot of that bloody magic number lately. I guess it's time for me to donate to No Agenda again. I think so. Really quite crazy. All right. Well, let's get into some of our prep stuff. Uh, we need to cover up a bunch of it. We've got a whole bunch of it this week that we've been collecting for you all. And uh, 
If you haven't done your preps, you need to really step up your game and get as much as you can stored away, stacked up, yeah. put away. Time is it's almost too short now. It's going to be, it's going to run out soon. Going to run out of time real soon. I just, yeah, it's a surprisingly short period of time before you'll be out of it. Yeah, and we're going to see... We've already seen this last this last year in particular. Since about this time last year, prices on things have risen anywhere yep. from 10 to 50% in cost for food. So I think I made mention earlier if you're going to invest in something, invest in food. Where else can you get a 10 to 50% return on your investment. And the best thing about your investment there is you get that return <coughs> back to you because you get to eat the food. Because you're going to eat food anyway. No matter what you do, you have to eat food. Oh, yeah. <coughs> as much as we wish we could go without eating food, well, unfortunately, can't. And it doesn't get any cheaper. It just keeps going up. I mean, if you grow your own food, all the better. This last year, if I had to live off of what I grew, I would be starving by January because I didn't get as much in my garden as I'd hoped. Next year, I'm pretty sure I will be able to grow enough to last until the spring. But the thing is, a lot of people don't realize you don't have to just last till spring. You have to last, your stock of food has to last you till June. You have to get all the way till June of the following year because harvests don't start coming in till June. Now you can get your spring greens and start, start supplementing with spring greens, but that's just supplements. You know, everyone thinks, oh, I'll grow some lettuce and I'll grow this. Well, yeah, that's all well and good, but that's not filling. Supplements gives you nutrition, but it doesn't quell that little beast in your belly. No. You need you need good solid foods like beans and well, growing rice here is problematic, but you need beans, you need potatoes, you need squashes, you need um carrots, turnips, um beets. Those things there actually fill your belly. They provide the fiber that makes you feel feel full. Now, the greens provide nutrition that you need, but they don't fill your belly. Now, something else that I'm going to be looking into this next year is growing mushrooms. And they're not that hard to do. I've met a fellow there in, uh, in the, uh, in the Cowichan Valley, Lake Cowichan area, and he's telling me all about how to grow mushrooms and what to do. He's grown mushrooms and uh, how to do it. And you can grow mushrooms at home. And once you get them growing, you can keep them growing. And you can grow the really good ones, the ones that are really filling, like portobellos. Um, trying to think of all the other crazy mushrooms that are really expensive, but they're really hefty, meaty mushrooms, which fill you up. So these are things that are coming, you know, and you'll want to have things around like chickens so you can have eggs. So I got to eat my first chicken egg from my chickens, little bitty egg. It was so cute and tiny. Was but, it tasty? Oh, God, it was very tasty. Yes, very tasty <laughs> egg. It's an egg with flavor again. been a while awesome. since I've had decent flavored eggs, except for the occasional dozen I buy from the roadside markets. But the roadside markets, they sell the eggs for six fifty a dozen now. Wow. 
you know, they're, they're becoming very pricey. The roadside stands, eggs. Mm -hmm. So now you got to, you got to learn to grow your own stuff. So with that in mind, let's go talk about some really good stuff. And you brought, uh, this isn't good, but random garden things, 12 signs of a bad winter. Oh, you dropped again. What's that? I can't hear anything, so I'm going to... What do you mean you can't hear up. anything? Oh, there you are again. Yeah. Jeez, I couldn't hear anything. You're losing your mind. No, I'm not Turn losing your ears my back mind. On. Your I'm ears, losing your, sound. Your ears are turning off from time to time. You're not losing the sound. Your ears are just turning off. No, my computer isn't your, receiving sound. It your has brain's to do rebooting. With your side. It's all my end. Your brain is rebooting. For sure. We'll go with that. Okay. Well, signs of a bad winter that's coming. Acorns, onion skins, and weather folklore. Well, let's see what the onion skins predicted. Apparently, if they're thin skins, then uh, you're going to have a light, uh, a light winter. And if they're thick skins, you're going to have a hard winter. Oh, well, we're, we're in for a light winter, according to the onions I harvested then, because they've been pretty thin skins on all my onions. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't, I don't get the feeling of a light winter this year. I really don't. Me either. Well, it says onion skin, very thin, mild winter coming in. Onion skin, thick and tough, uh, coming winter cold and rough. Yeah, well. I mean, last, last year, my onion skins were really, really thick. And last winter was shitty. The last winter was pretty brutal. <laughs> I wonder what this winter will be. What's that? I wonder what this winter will be. I don't know. I get the feeling, like, based upon past... My, my observations, because I've been observing, even though I live in the city for the last 20 years, I still observe the weather patterns. Because mm -hmm. the weather patterns, well, granted, they're a little different down here in the South Island than they are up in Central Island. But not that much. They're, you know, 5, 10 degree difference in temperature. You know, a little bit more rain and snow up there than down here. That's really the only differences. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but um, the last time we had a, a, a fall like this one that I can remember, where we're looking at having sunny weather for Thanksgiving weekend. You know, we haven't had sunny weather for Thanksgiving weekend in a dozen or more years. No, it's actually not true. We had a very dry and oddly warm October, uh, shortly after I moved into the Lakehurst place, and I remember it because when I was shoveling the snow that year, I was thinking about how much free more freaking cold it is, and like my, yeah, it was an oddly dry and oddly warm yeah. winter. When we get a when we get a fall like this, we usually get fucking hammered in the winter. Yeah, I actually got uh, I got mild, um. What's that? What's that called? Not freezer burn. Frostbite. Yeah, I got very mild frostbite, and if I hadn't have gone inside to fix it right away, it could have been really bad. Yeah, we got we uh, we get hammered. It's like mm -hmm. the last time I remember of um the last time I remember a October like this. Before the end of October, we had snow on the ground. In Victoria, we had snow on the ground. Victoria yeah, that... hadn't been getting snow in a long time. 
the one I'm thinking of, uh, just like five or six years ago, that one, it was oddly warm and all the way through October and oddly dry. Mm -hmm. And then we got a shitload of snow at, uh, right around the middle of November and it lasted until January. Yeah, well, that's what I'm thinking we're going to get this year. All right, let's see what else we got here. See how high the hornet's nest will tell you how high the snow will rest. Well, if uh, the hornet's nests are going to be snow, I one of my clients had a hornet's nest. They built it up in the eaves of the house. That's about 15, 20 feet up. So that's a hell of a lot of fucking snow. <laughs> yep. Uh, trees and plants always give you clues about rain and cold weather. If you observe closely, leaves drop early autumn. Well, the leaves haven't even begun to drop yet. No, they haven't. That's actually interesting when you think about it, because for the last five years, um, a friend of mine had been complaining to me that the leaves are dropping early. Why are they dropping so early? Well, they're barely dropping right now. I noticed mm -hmm. that because I've got my grapevines, which are still fully leafed out and have only barely begun to shrivel up, and they usually start dropping by now. Hmm, that is interesting. Okay. These drop early, winter will be early, autumn, and winter will be mild. But if they fall late, winter will be severe. Oh, good. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> they're, gonna fall, they're falling late this year. It's like even, a, even my plum trees haven't even started to drop their leaves yet. My apple trees haven't even started to drop their leaves yet. <clears throat> yeah, um, I have a little... Uh... Japanese maple and it hasn't even started dropping its leaves yet. Well, the maple doesn't always. The maple runs a little odd, especially the Japanese maple. It runs on an odd schedule. It's kind of like the uh, twisted willow. It runs on an odd schedule for dropping its leaves. It's like the, okay. the twisted willow doesn't drop its leaves until like January. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. The first time I, I saw thought... it, I said, what the hell's wrong with that damn tree? Why is it still holding its leaves? And then after a couple <laughs> of years of it, it's like, Oh, okay. It drops its leaves in late December, early January. Yeah, I thought that Japanese maples drop their leaves right around no, uh, the they, end of September. They're on an odd schedule, too. I don't remember what it is, but my little Japanese bonsai doesn't always... It, sometimes it drops its leaves in the spring. Okay. <laughs> it's, a weird, it's a weird freaking tree. <laughs> Other signs of bad winter are thicker normal corn husks. Well, the corn husks for the little baby corns that I harvested were pretty thick. Tough apple skins. I haven't paid attention to my apple skins yet. I got to go harvest a bunch of apples. Thinking of which, um, if you want some apples, would you like a whole shitload of apples? Sure. I uh, okay, well, show up sauce. to the Oasis um, uh, next weekend or next week. Um, early next week, I'll take you over to the apple tree that's a block from the house that sits all by itself in the forest and is burdened with apples that need to be picked. Okay. Ah, uh, so uh, flowers in bloom late in autumn. That's no good because I still have lots of flowers I right have now. shitloads of flowers. We're not in late autumn yet, though. We're in early autumn. Autumn just started. Officially, oh, okay. autumn only started on September 20th. 20, larger 22nd this hmm. year because they've been fucking with our calendar again i don't have a cow to see if it's got thick hair larger <laughs> spider webs well fuck okay we're screwed there because i've got shitloads of these huge ass spider webs all over the way yeah i've been noticing on the outside of the house there's a lot of really crazy big thick spider webs yeah. not usually normal for like 
we here, they weren't totally huge spiderwebs, but they started getting crazy huge and thick. Well, plentiful berries. I've had plentiful berries, man. I've got berries. I've got blackberries. I'm still harvesting blackberries now. And my, my raspberries have just started coming in. I've got plentiful Yeah, so berries. according to this lore, we have a crappy winter ahead. We have a really shitty winter coming in. Let's see what the... All right, let's see what the 2023 forecast has for Canada in store. Come on, bring it up. I've been wanting to see this. There we go. Canadian winter map. Canadian winter map. Oh, we're supposed to have mild and snowy. Well, we're screwed. Mm. Cold and wet. <laughs> That's unusual. Well, no, but where our island is. Oh, I know where where we are. From 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 the middle of the island down. Actually, the top two third or the bottom two thirds of the island is mild and snowy. Yep. And the sad thing is. Is that Farmer's Almanac gets this right about 85 to 90 percent of the yes. time? Yeah, they do. They are, more, they are more accurate than the fucking weathermen. Except for one time, uh, they, they printed out what the weather would be, and everybody said, No, there's no way that'll be like this. We've had such a beautiful summer. And so they actually made a reprint with it saying what people were arguing at them about in order to keep their popularity. Mm. And that was the one time they were wrong, is when they made the reprint. Yeah, well. <laughs> Whatever. I just thought that was a cool little tidbit. Mm. I don't know. That, they're still over their 100 plus years of existence. And if you go look them up and say, how do you predict the weather? One of their deep, dark secrets, and they put it out and out and open for everyone, is they use solar cycles to predict the weather. Yep. It's like, yeah, well, if you're using solar cycles, that will predict it really quite well if you learn how to read those solar cycles. Mm -hmm. which the originator of the almanac, he figured out the solar cycles and learned how to predict the weather. So the East Coast is basically screwed, as usual. Mm -hmm. Prairies, cold and dry, they're not going to be happy. But the Southern Prairies, they're going to be happy because that's the wheat-growing areas because they need cold and wet. They need to overcome the drought they've had for the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. That'll be good for them, but mild and snowy for the entire southern part of uh, Vancouver Island. That's interesting. And the southern part of BC. Total. Mm -hmm. That's kind of unusual for us. Yeah, it is. But we also know that all of the winds are changing right now, so. Yeah, well, let's see what we've got here. But mild, they don't have the U.S. map in here. I wanted to see what the U.S. map was. Uh, they're only going to give us a Canadian forecast because they detected I'm coming from Canada. Alrighty. <laughs> well, there we go, folks. There's our winter. What to add to your soil in the fall before the winter sets in? Add worms, if you can find them. <laughs> well, this goes through things like organic matter, <clears throat> manure, etc. Mm. How to add it, whether or not tilling is a good idea. And uh, they also mentioned some pretty good tips, like make sure you cover your entire garden. Make sure you do this. Make sure you do that. It's really just a how-to on how to overwinter your, your uh, gardening area. Yep. Well, that's lots of good, good stuff. The, the worms are still active in the winter. Things still break down in the winter. Mm -hmm. So add lots of good stuff to it. Compost, lots of compost. 
12 lawn replacements. Start replacing with your lawn with food. <laughs> not creeping time. Not that. Come on. Oh. I don't think it's it's food. It's actually like grass replacement. To make and one it of my pretty. favorite ones is moss. Well, it's one thing to make them pretty, but if you're going to make it pretty, try to make it so you can eat it. Much oh, as you can, no shit you can eat. I personally like moss. Yeah, moss is well, one of the best ones, in my opinion. I would love to replace all the grass with moss. That's not hard to do. Wait, I can't. No, it's not. Not here. I mean, just let it. Just, just let the moss take over, and it'll take over in a year or two. That is entirely what I want to do. Hmm. I think it would be much prettier, and then you can throw in a little bit of creeping time with it. Ah, it just came out of the hmm? We we got a game problem over there. <laughs> All right, how to predict a frost? Cold. Frost's coming. <laughs> Well, this is an article on how to predict when frost is around the corner. So it goes through and explains the difference between frosts and freezes and offers up a few links so that you can check out your own area's expected frost dates and how you can properly prepare for it. It goes through and explains like what you look for in your microclimates, what you look for in plants, mm -hmm. animals, all those things. So it just kind of helps to prepare you a bit better so that you're not caught totally off guard. I thought it was interesting that uh, cloudy is an important one to know. The clouds will slow radiational cooling and help stave off the off a of frost. Well, anyone who's paid attention to weather knows that. I didn't know that the that it actually kept away the frost. I thought oh, it that keep, it keeps it keeps everything warmer when the cloud moves in. You can feel it. It's like there's some nights I'll I'll go to sleep with the door open and it's getting cold and I just don't close the door, and all of a sudden I wake up and it's like. Why is it warmer? Go outside mm. and it's warm and I look up and oh, completely overcast now. Because okay. the clouds hold heat in. Oh, I guess I'm just thinking about the cloudy days during the winter when there's snow. Yeah, well, it never feels much warmer. No, well at that like point like at that point there it no longer matters. <laughs> Pardon? At that point there it no longer matters. Okay. I have to pay closer attention to non-snowy, cloudy days. Yeah. Yeah, well, I do know the average frost date for where we're at in the Lake Cowichan area is October 16th. Okay. That's the average, that that's the average first frost date, middle of October. I've learned that one by memory just simply because I got to have it. And then May 2nd is the last frost yeah, date. And it's good to know the average, and that doesn't mean that's when it's going to happen. That just means that somewhere around the middle of October is when your garden has to be prepared to deal with a, fr with a frost. If you yeah. don't have all of your delicate products into a greenhouse or inside, indoors, they're all going to die in that first frost. And it's a good date to go by. It's a good date to go by, which means like next week, I've got to spend all next week moving all my pepper plants that I want to keep into the greenhouse and harvesting all the tomatoes and harvesting everything that is, that is not frost tolerant has to be harvested next week. That's a good article. It's got some good tips in here, you know, how to you know, protect your plants from frost and other bits and pieces. So that's a good one to know. 
Predicting weather using persimmon seeds. Well, we don't grow persimmons here. No, but I brought this last year too. And we never did hear back from anyone who is able to grow persimmons. And I would love to hear back from someone who is able to grow persimmons. Hmm. I just thought it was kind of cool. You cut it open and you look at how the seeds are and what shape the seeds are. And... Mm -hmm. Yeah, I just yeah. thought it was cool. Well, I wouldn't know because persimmons, the only persimmons I ever saw taste that are ate were in Southern California. So, mm. And there you really didn't worry about winter because it never really got that cold. Yeah. All right, let's get into some real preps, cooking, canning. Past, feeding the future. Okay, this is recipes, eight recipes that should not have been forgotten. These are old recipes, and old recipes are sometimes the best recipes if you go and prepare them. Oh, yeah. Salt rising bread. Something I'd never heard of was salt rising bread. But basically, it's a cheater's way of making sourdough. You basically, uh, and it takes like 16 hours to do. You use a quarter cup of milk, cornmeal, sugar, water, salt, baking soda, flour, soft butter, mix it all together, let it sit in a warm place, stir in the butter, blah, 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 set it for another four hours, rise it two times, put it in the oven and bake it because it'll pick up all the natural yeast in the air. Sugar cream pie. Made with flour, butter, milk, cream, sugar, and vanilla. And ice water. Mm-hmm. Well, that's for, your pie, that's for your pie crust. Ah. You gotta make your pie crust if you're gonna make a pie. True. You need flour, sugar, butter, and ice water. Pie crust. Is one stick of butter like a quarter cup? I think so. I think that's what one stick of butter used to be, a quarter cup. Okay. We buy butter by the pound here, so... I imagine a pound of butter makes four sticks. Comedy pie. The British dish. Made from onions, potatoes, leeks, garlic, salt, thyme, cheddar cheese, and butter. It actually does sound kind of good. It does. Okra and tomatoes. That is one of my husband's favorite things. Yeah, unfortunately, okra is not easy to grow here. I've tried growing no. it two years in a row now, and I've not had overly good success with it yet. You might need to grow it in the greenhouse. Maybe. I'll try it in the greenhouse. But the problem is you've got to grow several okra plants to get enough okra to eat. Mm. You need a good row because one okra plant only produces a few okra. Uh. Lord Wooten Pie which is made from cauliflower, parsnips, carrots, potatoes, stock, beef stock or something, rolled, oat, rolled oats, salt, pepper, and then any other veggies you have available. It would be filling. Oh, yeah. Well, this is the thing is, is these recipes from the, from the Great Depression era, filling. very filling. And very cheap to make, and most of the ingredients you could grow yourself. You know, granted, you know, flour, you still had to obtain your flour. 
Flour and sugar was still something you had to obtain, but although many times a lot of these people didn't have access to sugar, they, they would obtain flour, but they couldn't afford sugar. So they would have their own bees for honey, mm. or they would grow their own beets, sugar beets, and turn the sugar beets into sugar, which isn't that hard to do. Spam fritters. Spam, spam, that spam, That sounds spam. horrible to me. Yeah, well, it's actually interesting because, you know, I stocked up, when I was stocking up on things, I stocked up on things such as spam. And, of course, every once in a while, you got to cook something with that stock, food you got. Mm -hmm. So I decided to figure out how to use spam to make it taste good. Because spam by itself doesn't <laughs> taste all that good. No. But if you learn some recipes for spam, it can probably taste good, but the fried, this is like deep fried spam. So, you know, you're talking deep yeah. fried spam. So it might actually taste pretty good. Uh, maybe. I mean, it's beer battered spam. I mean, come on. How yeah, could you go I wrong mean, with beer battered spam? Yeah. I, I don't <laughs> like spam, but I mean, if you're hungry, girls, spam will be the best tasting thing on the planet. Uh, back when the girls were younger, we ended up getting spam because it was still cheap. Mm -hmm. And, the best way I found to cook it up is to literally fry it with some butter and some spices yeah. and then uh, put it on a sandwich or uh, mix it into something. Yeah, I made it into a stir fry. That works too. It was actually pretty good in the stir fry. Hot red cross? Yep. Necessity during the Great Depression. Nutritious and fulfilling. Big batch can last you months if stored right. Diced cold meat, spam, two cups mm -hmm. tomato juice, one tablespoon chili powder, one onion, one cup leftover gravy, and a teaspoon of salt. Cook that up and then pour it over rice. That it's works. Basically, shit on a shingle. <laughs> Irish stew is very filling, too, if you make it right. Yeah. There you go. Plain Irish stew. Well, Irish mm -hmm. stew is just stew, man. I mean, how no, can you go uh, wrong? Irish stew uses I, lamb or mutton. Or yeah, beef. but also Irish stew has much thicker uh, liquid than than Western stews. Mm, then, I, then I must only make Irish stews. I don't know how to make thin stews. <laughs> if it's thin, it's not stew. It's soup. Yeah. It's either soup or it's stew. And I don't, and know, I don't seem to know how to make stew... Like soup. I, I make my stews, and there you can stand a fork up in them. Yeah, that's proper Irish stew. Yeah. Yeah, that's the stews I make. I make good filling stews, and I always end up with tons of it. In fact, I got a whole bunch of it freeze-dried now because I keep make, I nice. make these stews. The boys, I'd eat as much as I could. The boys would eat what they could, and then we'd eat some for a couple of days, and then I still have leftovers, and it went into the freeze-dryer. That works. So now it's freeze-dried soup. Uh, stew and then i'll just you'll pour water hot water into it and have instant stew in fact i'm working on a recipe right now for uh for instant soup cup of soup oh cool i freeze i have freeze dried my own chicken stock now and it, it so i have my own instant bouillon mm -hmm. and now what i need to do is i need to uh see how it, i i i've discovered you know because i'm i'm the first recipe is going to be a chicken noodle soup is one of my faves and i make the chicken noodle soup by taking spaghetti noodles and breaking them up into small pieces spaghetti noodles make great noodles for noodle for chicken noodle soup 
Cool. And so I'm gonna make myself up a good a good a good pot of chicken noodle soup and uh, and then freeze dry it and then see how it reconstitutes and I will have chicken instant chicken noodle soup and I'll package it up as a cup at a time and then cup at a time packages that I can take camping or whatever and heat up a cup of boiling water pour in the chicken noodle soup package and poof instant soup. I All wonder, the nutrition you need. I wonder. When you freeze dry it, do you think the bones will be easier to get out? Because there's always tiny little bones left over. Mm, no, they'll be just as thing. But the problem is, I have very few bones in my chicken noodle soup. It's rare that I have bones because I pick that meat very carefully off the bone. I I run my I run my broth through uh, three. Uh, si I run it through a sieve and then I run it through um, cheesecloth. Huh. I get every I get I get every little bit of skin out of the uh, broth. Okay. I don't even leave the skin behind when I'm making the chicken noodle soup. Okay, I guess I have to master it more. Yeah, it's like you, the thing to master is mastering yeah, making your broth. And what I do is I scoop all the meat and bones and I put them on a put them on a uh, cookie sheet mm -hmm. and let it cool. And then I sit there for a half an hour picking off every little piece of meat and tossing it back into the pot. Yeah, I do that too, but there's always tiny little bones that I never managed to catch. Then you need to practice uh, feeling the bones with the meat before you toss it into the pot. No, I think they're left in the pot and I don't find them. Oh, then you need, need to, to then you need to then you need it. to filter your uh, broth. Yeah. It's like after I get all the meat out and stack to the side, then I run the broth through a strainer which gets all the larger stuff. I run it through a fine mesh strainer which gets all the larger stuff. It leaves behind little bits of skin and whatnot, and then I run that through a cheese cheesecloth, which gets everything and only leaves behind the broth and the fat. Makes sense. Yeah, I started doing that to make sure I had the best I could for it. All right. Let's see here. Back to some cooking canning recipes. Got some green tomatoes, 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 <laughs> whatever you want to call them. Make oh, green, yeah. make green tomato salsa. Yep. Or have some fried green tomatoes. They're really good. I can't say I've actually tried them real well. No? No. I will have green tomatoes left this year. A lot of people do, yeah. Green tomato chutney. I want to try making that. I want to try making the salsa, the green tomato salsa. I don't know what that would taste like. It's not usually something that you end up Well, seeing. the thing is, is, I make such good salsa, it'll probably taste good. Probably. Somebody's making noise. And tomatillas. Green tomatillas. They're saying tomatoes, but these are tomatillas they have in the picture here. Those aren't yeah. tomatoes. Tomatillas are either green, yellow, or purple. Green tomato relish. Piccadilly recipe. Piccadilly. Piccadilly. The pickled relish. Oh, okay. Minced vegetables, seasoned with vinegar, salt, and pickling spices. Great on burgers. So it's basically your it's basically your own uh, your own um, relish, your own burger relish. I'll have to follow this one and check it out. I could use a couple of recipes like that. German potato soup. Hmm, that sounds kind of good. 
I've probably made it by accident. That looks like a potato soup I've made. Yep, I've made potato soup like this by accident too, and it's really freaking good. Like I have my own version, yeah. but yeah, I've made this before and it is good. Yeah, bacon, potatoes, onion, celery, salt, pepper, egg noodles, milk, butter. Yeah, I've made this. Uh, I've made this before. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know, because sometimes that's all you really have. <laughs> it's like you, you mm -hmm. make food with what you got. You know, you got you to gotta feed kids. And, well, kids are, you know, as long as it tastes good, they'll eat it. Unless they're yep. really, really hungry, then they don't care. <laughs> the idea is uh, nutrition. And I did halfway decent on my potato harvest this year. I got about 50 or 60 pounds of potatoes, which is enough to, you know, carry through till um yeah it's pretty awesome i like your haul carry through till january february it wasn't bad this year so i've got to do Much better, better i think year. i've learned a few things about potatoes after two years of growing potatoes you know you see all these videos on youtube and everywhere else grow potatoes in bins get hundreds of pounds it's like yeah no it doesn't work like that folks <laughs> not so much it's like you see all this stuff it's easy to do grow your potatoes in bags get tons of potatoes it's like yeah no it it no it, it I don't care, man. You still got to do some things to actually get a potato crop. And the first year I got a minuscule potato crop. Second year, mm -hmm. so so this is my third year doing it. This is my first year of getting 60 pounds of potatoes. Mm -hmm. And what you need to get through a winter when you're feeding two, three, four, five, six people, you need 100 to 200 pounds of potatoes. People don't wow. seem to comprehend how much food you need to get through a winter. No, because we haven't had to for generations now. Yeah, for, for, for at least three generations, four generations now, nobody's had to pay attention to how much food they were buying, how many pounds of potatoes. They don't count. We're not counting the waste of the potatoes that people buy, and they buy a 10-pound bag, and they didn't eat all the potatoes. And because those bag of potatoes you bought was already eight months old when you bought it, so they only have a four-month shelf life left. So they go mm -hmm. bad by the time you use them. You know, they, we don't, they don't count that, but let's just say they don't count how much food they bought to produce the meals they need to feed their family two and three and four times a day. Yeah. You know, and in the winter, you need to feed yourself even more, especially if you got to go outside. Because your, your calorie count goes up in the winter. Your calorie usage count goes up in the winter. People don't realize how much more calories they burn in the winter than they do in the summer. Even when they're working outdoors in the summer, they don't burn as many calories as they do in the winter. You gotta stay warm. Your body uses a hell of a lot more calories to stay warm. And yeah. with the gas and fuel shortages coming, where people won't be able to keep their houses as warm, they'll have to use more calories to stay warm. Yep. Oh. <clears throat> All right, let's go check out eight recipes that shouldn't have been forgotten. You already brought this. You had it under oh, the did. past feeding the future. I had it somewhere else. All right, well, so be it. <laughs> let's go check on stocking, stocking storage preps, monitoring your storage stocks. Hang on. Before you go there, I'm really curious about this wood pulp in your burger or taco. Oh, okay. This is something you need to pay attention to, folks. If you are a reader or a book listener too, like us, and you've listened to a book called One Second After, which is a really good book that describes the aftermath of what would happen if we had an EMP hit North mm -hmm. America. 
Wood pulp became a primary ingredient in the bread they were feeding people. Yep. Because they had wood to pulp, the flour. Well, if it's added to the flour, bulks the flour out, makes even more bread, but is indigestible, but fills bellies. Mm-hmm. Well, they've been doing that to us for quite some time. And they've been doing it in many of the burgers that you buy at Burger King. Wendy's uses it in their shakes, their cheese shreds, and cheese crumbles. Burger King lists cellulose, which is wood pulp, in his buns, tortillas, tacos, onion rings, and mozzarella sticks. Taco Bell attempted to dispel rumors of concerns of mystery in its beef by explaining 12% of the other ingredients in its ground beef. So Taco Bell, 12% of Taco Bell's ingredients in its ground beef is not beef. <laughs> One of those is cellulose. Yes, wow. it's a safe carbohydrate found in the cell walls of plants, but it's an indigestible <laughs> carbohydrate, folks. Yeah. Your body does not digest cellulose. I don't care what you do, it doesn't digest it. It just shits it out. You know, after cooking our own food for so long, I did go and get uh, some McDonald's. Ugh, it made me so sick. You're probably lucky you didn't puke. It was so gross. It made me feel so sick. The only burgers I can handle from fast food now is either Burger King's or Wendy's. I tried a McDonald's one several months back. It's kind of like listening to John on No Agenda. And he says he goes for his, you know, every six months or so, he goes and tries a Big Mac. And he said the last mm-hmm. time he was there, he took one bite and he couldn't choke it down. And then he tried to give it to his dog and his dog wouldn't eat it. <laughs> anyway, yeah, okay. It's, it's, it's gone completely, completely rancid. Oh, yeah. But the only ones I can eat when I, when, I, when I do have fast food, the only place I can eat a burger is either from Burger King, or not Burger King. Well, Burger King, actually three places, Burger King, A&W, or um, Wendy's. They're the only ones I can eat without feeling sick. If I, eat, you know? uh, if I eat one from McDonald's or Wendy's or, oh, let's see, Burger King. Oh, sorry, Burger King, A&W, and Wendy's. Sorry, a Burger King, A&W, Wendy's. Those are the only ones I can eat. If I go to McDonald's or... I can't remember the other places. If I go to them, I just feel nauseous from the first bite. The only place that doesn't make me feel sick is actually um, Tim Hortons. Tim Hortons makes me nauseous from the first bite. Hmm. I get wraps there. Maybe that's why. Well, wraps are slightly different, but anything from Tim Hortons kind of makes me nauseous. I wonder why. But McDonald's has the most menu items containing cellulose. <laughs> it's in their shredded cheese, their fish fillet palette or patty, their biscuits, their sausage, their scrambled eggs. Wow. Their scrambled egg mix, their smoothie base, their syrup, their ice cream, their barbecue sauce, their sweet and sour sauce, wow. their honey mustard sauce. And that's just what they'll admit to. Jeez. And see, here it is. Even the FDA admits <laughs> humans cannot digest cellulose. <laughs> And where large amounts are conserved, it causes laxative effect. Wow. <laughs> so you need to clean out your pipes, go eat a bunch of cellulose. <laughs> yeah, this is the this is the thing, man. And and more and more of these places are doing it because they need to they need to keep that food cheap. The only way they can keep that food cheap 
is by putting Fresh artificial ingredients. ingredients in there that keep it cheap. Oh. Yeah. So it's not even real food. No, it hasn't been real food for over 10 years. No, it hasn't been real food for 20 years. It was real enough when I was a teenager, but teenagers are like made of rubber. Well, <laughs> teenagers can fucking pretty much eat anything and survive. That's why that's why the that's why the teenagers were sent out hunting because they could eat the fucking uh, bark off a tree and keep going. <laughs> you know, whereas as you get older, you need more than to bark off a tree. Yeah. All right. Well, let's go back to monitoring your stockpiles. Things in your stockpile you might want to remove immediately. Gasoline. Why do they want to? Uh... Oh, you got. You just got to check your stockpiles. Basically, you want to use the gasoline you bought, which is sad to me because the gasoline I've got stored, I have to use this year. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> I'm not sad that I got to use it. I'm sad I have to replace it because I bought it at a dollar twenty a liter. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> but it's been over a year now, and while I treated it for storage, for long-term storage, a year to two years is about all you get out of gasoline for long-term storage. So I have to replace it with two dollars and twenty-four cents a liter gas. I learned something. What's that? Uh, if you're not sure how old your gas is, cause you have a really bad memory like me, mm -hmm. if you, if you go and you look at your gas and you find that the container has expanded, that apparently means it's good gas cause it's still creating the gas, yeah. the, the, which is really good. It means my gas is still good, but I got to use it. You got to use it. You got to use it after, after a year, year and a half, you need to use it. Now, the important thing about gas, because this is coming from an experienced Red Seal mechanic, mm -hmm. knows all about this shit. Gasoline can be used many, many years after it's been stored. But mm -hmm. the problem is, is the longer it's stored, the more you have to blend it down with fresh gas. Okay. Makes sense. Because it can be blended down with fresh gas and it's still, it'll, it'll pick up the volatilities from the fresh gas to keep working. But if you try to use long-term stored gas by itself, it won't work as efficiently it might still work but it won't work as efficiently and it could do damage to your engines mm -hmm. kerosene kerosene can be stored for quite a long time it can it can last for years especially if it's stored in a thing and a lot of people don't realize that kerosene is that white gas you buy for coleman stoves Hmm. That Coleman gas and stuff, that's kerosene. And that stuff, I know from experience, can be stored for years and still used quite efficiently. Breakfast cereal. You don't want to store breakfast cereal for too long a period of time because it does start to go stale. Unless, of course, you take it and you repackage it after you buy it. If you repackage it with oxygen absorbers into a vacuum sealed package, it'll last a lot longer. Because what you get from the store is not overly sealed real well. No, it's not. Ground wheat flour. Well, I've done some experiments with the flour. And it turns out, stored properly, two, two and a half, three-year-old flour, perfectly fine. No problems with it. 
I've been using three-year-old flour now for the last six months. Cool. So, but I stored it well. So just so you know, it can be done. Snack foods. Again, dealing with it. Summer sausage doesn't store well for a long period of time. Chocolate. Chocolate is one that's kind of iffy, yes. But again, it's an item stored properly can last for several years. Also, the thing about chocolate is if you go to grab your baker's chocolate, say, out of the cupboard, and you see it's all white and dusty, that doesn't mean it's gone bad. It's still perfectly fine. It's just that it got really hot, it, it got soft, and then it dried. It's still perfectly fine, yep. still perfectly edible. It's just that it has dried out. That's yep. all. Applesauce in jars, powdered milk in cans, <clears throat> damaged canned goods. Well, you don't want to keep damaged canned goods. You find damaged canned goods, you want to use them as fast as you can. Because if the can's got a denter in it, that means that the, that the seal may or may not be compromised. But at the most, if the can's got a dent in it, now the, now the uh, protective layer on the inside of the can could be compromised. And what's inside the can could eat through the can. Like canned peaches. Mm -hmm. Canned tomatoes. Anything that's acidic. I'm just thinking of when my friend and I gave ourselves horrible food poisoning because we oh. ate canned peaches from a dented can. Yes, well, that'll teach you. <laughs> you learned the hard way. Yes, we did. All right, we've got another one here. Meat prepping charts. Now, this is fairly, fairly useful for folks that are want to know where their meat cuts come from. You know, where your ham cuts come from, your picnic hams, your spare ribs, your bacon, your loins, your back fat, your leg, ham, hawk, hawks, you know, Austin butts does not come from the butt. Looks like it comes from the shoulder. Why do they call yeah. it a Boston butt? Maybe because Boston's don't know where the butt's at. Maybe. Neck, jowl. Jowls make fantastic bacon. Yeah, yeah. Beef. This is where all your different beef comes from. Better cuts. Lamb, for those that eat lamb. I'm not a big lamb oh, eater. I love lamb. Goat. I love no, goat too, actually. Well, knowing where the meat cuts come from. And what's nice is a lot of these cuts will translate to the same sort of cuts on uh, deer and elk. Mm -hmm. Well, that's a good article for everyone to pick up and look at. <clears throat> Veggies you can stockpile for a year at a time without refrigeration. And this is something that people will want to learn how to do. Like squash. Squashes. Winter squashes. Winter pumpkins. Which is a winter squash. I've got blue. I've got one blue pumpkin this year, and I've got... Well, I gave you one of the uh, uh, Squash. squashes. Spaghetti squashes. So I've got three of them left. Your blue pumpkin does not look blue to me. That's because you're colorblind. <laughs> winter squash and pumpkin. Arrowroot. I don't know what arrowroot is. Water plant. Cabbages. Okay. Now, the thing about cabbages is you got to fool them to think they're still growing. Now, what they do with these cabbages is you dig the cabbage out of the ground and then you bury it upside down. Oh. That's one way to store cabbage. You, you place it in damp soil, sawdust, in a bucket or a bin with a lid. Stored about 30 to 45 degrees. So you basically stuff it upside down in, in this stuff and it thinks it's still growing. Okay. Carrots. Carrots are real easy to store. 
You just need a bin with sand, damp sand, and you stuff them in the sand. Parsley and celery. I dehydrate my parsley and celery. Yeah, so it's an easier way to store it's it. It's a much easier way to store it. Jerusalem artichokes, which I didn't grow this year. I'll have to get another Jerusalem artichoke because I killed all my roots last year. For, or this, this spring, I killed all my roots for Jerusalem artichokes. I haven't actually eaten them yet, but I hear they're very tasty. And they're very easy to grow. And if you do grow them, contain them because they're like a fucking weed. They'll spread everywhere. Hmm. Tomatoes. Now, there's lots of ways to store your tomatoes if you get a decent harvest. You can can your tomatoes. You can dry your tomatoes. You know, those are the two main ways. And canning is one of the best ways to save it, in my opinion. I'm not overly fond of dried tomatoes. But if you dry your tomatoes, you can reconstitute them and use them. Potatoes. You dig up your potatoes, wash them, store them. And um, you get them done right. You got to you got to cure them. They don't they don't mention it here, but you do have to cure your tomatoes. It says potatoes need to cure before you can stockpile them. Oh, there it is. Yeah, okay. You dig your tomato your potatoes up. I don't wash my my potatoes um, because that just removes one additional layer of protection, in my opinion. Because you can wash them before you use them. Mm -hmm. And. Uh, but I do, I do dig them all up, and I brush off all the heavy chunks of dirt off them. And so there's a light coating of dirt on them. Then I stick them all out to cure and dry for a week. And then I gather them all up and put them in a cardboard box and then stick them in the uh, pantry. Onions. Salsify, which I tried to grow this year but didn't grow. But I did get carrots. I'm really happy I got carrots this year. Not a big harvest, but I actually got real carrots. I got carrots that were eight and ten inches long. I was impressed. I saw that. I was impressed with the carrots I got. Mm -hmm. One of the best harvests I got. Thinking of pictures, let's go take a look at some of the crazier pictures I collected for this episode. Sounds good. Let's see what we got here. Probably like 75. I don't know. We've got a video. Yes. Can you name all the months? Oh, this is one of the videos. I did, I say, I did save one of those videos from the other thing. The real morons of the United Wait. States. They're just asking for all the Probably months. like 75. I don't know. Yes. Can you name all the months? September, January, February, March, April, May, June, July, August. Yes. Do you know what 7 plus 7 plus 7 is? 28. No, 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 I'm bugging. Um, 14 plus 7. I don't know. What do we call a, a shape with five sides? Is it an octagon? Wait, that's six. <laughs> that's eight. Octagon is eight. Is it a stop sign? <laughs> yes. Probably like 75. I don't know. There we go. Probably like 70. Get out of there. Is it, is it a... Oh, that's the gasoline one. There we go. Okay. Yes, she did that. 
Did you see what she just did, right? Yep. See what she used to pick up the box, right? And you see what she did with that after she picked up dog shit. Yep. Well, I guess if you like the smell. (laughs) She's safe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh well, that's corrupted. All right, so that file was corrupt. (coughs) My goodness. All right, let's see what else I got here. I've got some other crazy videos or pictures. Here you go. This is some of the stupidity that's happening in the world out there. Teen girl who identifies as a cat is allowed to act like a feline in school. A school is reportedly supporting the phenomenally bright teen girl who identifies as a cat. The student allegedly has permission to act like a feline and be nonverbal so long as her behavior does not distract other youngsters at the private school. Wow, that's cool. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, our world is screwed. Okay, this is from Carl Sagan's 1995 book, The Demon Haunted World. We're going to go with just a highlighted text. I have a foreboding of an America in my children's or grandchildren's time when the United States is a service and information economy, where nearly all the key manufacturing industries have slipped away to other countries, when awesome technological powers are in the hands of a very few and no one is representing the public interest can even grasp the issues when the people have lost the ability to set their own agendas or knowledgeably question those in authority when clutching our crystals and nervously consulting our horoscopes our critical faculties in decline unable to distinguish between what is feels good and what's true we slide almost without notice without noticing back into superstition and darkness The dumbing down of America is most evident in the slow decay of substantive content in the enormously influential media, the 30-second sound bites now down to 10 seconds or less, lowest common denominator, programming, credulous presentations on pseudoscience and superstition, but especially a kind of celebration of ignorance. This was from 1995. Ah, I like the second part, too. As I write, the number one video cassette rental in America is the movie Dumb and Dumber, Beavis and Butthead. Yep. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Here you go. Guys, do not use diesel on a Prius or any car that doesn't take it. The station ran out of gasoline, so I used diesel since I figured it'd just make my engine louder. It does not make your engine louder. My car broke down waiting on AAA. <laughs> was a really wow. dumb person. Oh my goodness. <laughs> oh yes. Woman struck with three stuck with $3100 dinner bill after her blind date refused to pay for the 23 family members she brought along. Surprise. Wow. <laughs> Yeah. Well. Uh, well. And from Third Rock from the Sun storyline: A meteor scheduled to hit planet September 2015. TV Big Bang Theory. Oh, this is (laughs) this is a prediction of all the shit that's supposed to hit on September 23rd. We've passed September 23rd. Nothing happened. This was supposed to be for the show that was before September 23rd. Ah. When we th- when when September twenty third was all in the news and it seemed like something was going to happen, but we had all these predictions on things that were going to happen. 
don't want that. And let's see if I've got them all. Let's see. Oh, there we go. Grandma, 62, and her 25-year-old boy, toy boy husband defy their critics as they celebrate their first wedding anniversary and open up about their attempts to conceive a first child. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> yep. Hey, man, have fun trying. <laughs> yeah, well, that's pretty much all they'll do is have fun trying. <laughs> yeah. Enjoy. <laughs> Society of women didn't have internet access. <laughs> I love this one. <laughs> We would have such an amazing society if women didn't have internet access. Uh-huh. If you think you're smarter than the previous generation, 50 years ago, the owner's manual of a car showed you how to adjust the valves. Today, it warned you not to drink the contents of the battery. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> yes, yeah, and that's so true. Yep. Got to warn people not to drink the contents of the battery. Yeah. <coughs> there you go. San Francisco Bicycle Coalition says not to call the police about stolen bikes because it hurts black and brown people. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is this a spoof or is nope, this like this is, actual? This is an actual article from September 12, 2022. Oh, my gosh. In San Francisco. Oh man, don't don't lose that one. <laughs> oh no, I I keep these now. <laughs> That's it. All right, I covered them all. Oh, all right. that was great. <laughs> these, those are the ones that I just those are the ones that I collected, you know, for this episode here. All right, and back to our regularly scheduled programming. I was gonna say we have quite a few uh, TikToks. Oh we're shit, we're at the end of the an end hour, of the show. aren't we? Do you want to do those? Okay, hang on a sec. I got to see if there's something else I need to uh, cover real quick because we didn't okay. even cover all of our prepping stuff here, folks. No, we didn't. We got all kinds of prepping stuff here. Meat processing charts, um, signs of bad winter, planting, growing, harvesting, feed, cooking, canning, monitor stories, blah, blah, blah. All right, I want just this one, then we'll go to TikToks. All right. Make a pantry Ooh. under your bed. Now that is cool. I thought it was a very cool idea because, you know, I, I, I use the underside of my bed for storage of all kinds of crap. Mm -hmm. But this is a really cool idea to use it for a long-term prepper pantry. Now, the one thing they don't cover in this yeah, you can see it's been used to store a crap load of stuff. They show you how to make the bed frame, how to parcel it out, and how to start stacking, filling it full of pantry goods, canned goods, mm -hmm. dried goods, because it's only going to be good for canned goods and dried goods and long-term stuff. Yeah. Now, by the time they finished building this bed, with all the plywood and the padding and everything else, it's like, it's going to be a bitch to get to. Now, I had another article which I should have brought to go with this, but it's how to make this same thing, but make it so with the push of a lever and a little bit of leverage, you can lift the bed up on, on the hinges to access that stuff. 
Yeah, you could just make the the plywood a uh, freaking <clears throat> lid and have hinges on the side. And that makes more sense to me than this way they've done this. That yeah. would be what I would do to it because, and it's a great way because that's wasted storage space most of the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and even if you do like I do and just stuff stuff under there, you don't even use all the storage space effectively. Mm-hmm. And you've got a bed. You don't want your bed flat on the ground. You want it a few inches off the ground. So you can store a lot of long-term storage stuff there. And you do got to remember is you have to rotate your storage stock. You have to rotate it. If you don't rotate it, it'll go bad. Yeah. So it's a great way to store. And I thought it was a really great thing to bring in for everyone. That's a great idea. All right, let's go down to our TikToks and see what the kids have brought us for this. There's lots. See that. Download it. <laughs> Wait, oh, there's. Why? Since you said you feel too sick to go outside, I am bringing the outside in. You see, I found this old copper pipe and I stuck it in the ground and then I ran this copper wire through it because copper is a conductive metal. And I thought, well, if I wrap this around your toes, you can receive Earth's negative charge free electrons all day long and it'll be like you're grounding and it'll make you feel better faster. After this, I'm gonna have you take just a few tinctures. I have fire cider and leftover fermented garlic honey from last year, so they should be really ripe by now. Hmm, we really need to work on your toe splay. Why is this my life? Dad? Yeah. What did you click <laughs> Why? on? Why? Since you said you feel too sick. What's that? What did you click on? I clicked on the first one. Make it make sense. Hey, that's weird because uh, when I click on that one, I get something entirely different. Okay, let's see if I get something different when I click on it again. I did get something different. <laughs> hey, that's fucked. I still thought the first one was funny. Yep, but it's like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah, that was different. Okay, well, that's I just clicked on it. That's what showed up. I figured it's like, yeah, make it make sense. It's yeah, like... but when I click on it, I actually get make it make sense. It's a woman talking about how it... I can't... Uh, try, try to make something make sense, and this isn't it either. What... You can't read the menu? This customer makes sure Noel knows he's here if he needs him. How you doing, buddy? Hey. Good. Tell me how I can help. Uh, do you know him? No. We, you know, we fought. So we're good. Just be nice. Did you say we fought? So you know him? I don't know him. Where do you serve? Marine Corps. I'm Army. When our waitress just won't take his advice to be nice. Okay, Sergeant Slow, come on. Do you know what you want? Uh. He can't take it any longer. I'm having a problem with the way she's treating the customer. We don't treat beds like that. That's his respect. Thanks for your help. I can't. Can't figure okay. out what. That's not the, the link that I'm getting. Can you scroll up or down? Okay. So let me get this straight. A man can be a woman. A woman can be a man. Some people can be both. Some people can be neither. Some people just get to choose on the day. But when Roe v. Wade is in danger, somehow it magically becomes a woman's issue. But you can't define woman. 
and it's my body, my choice when it comes to a baby's body, but it's not your choice when it comes to a certain type of protective coverings on your face, or an experimental jump jump that none of us know the long-term consequences for. And if you refuse it, then you deserve to lose your job and health care. Don't forget to follow the science, unless it's the science of human development. And you want your voice to be elevated and heard, but when I express my opinions, well, you sure want to make sure to shut that right down, don't you? So here's the round two of consistency. We love to see it. So let me get this straight. Okay, was that the one you wanted to see? That was the one, yes. Okay, well, so I we, guess we took a roundabout route to get there. Bringing, hmm? We took a roundabout route to get there. Yeah, I guess your thing is bringing up uh, the video below, hmm. which is weird. Okay, well, that's not my fault. That's YouTube short problem. Yep. All right, let's go check out Chocolate Potato Cake from 1912. Oh, God, not him again. <laughs> you got to scroll up. <laughs> as soon as I knew it was a recipe, I knew it was him. A chocolate potato cake from 1912. A chocolate, a chocolate potato cake from 1912. It. This is why we don't perform lobot. What the hell? <laughs> we're, we're getting no picture here, man. No. It's, it's not going to be nearly as much fun without the picture. Usually when that happens to me, I press play, then I scroll down until the next video starts. A chocolate potato Tell me the biggest- A chocolate potato cake from 1912. This is why we don't perform lobotomies anymore. Boil a potato. Did I mention this was a cake? Skins stay on, unlike Americans. Fire! Cream the butter. Can we at least have coffee first? Butter go boom. Should be a pale white. Eggy. Wakey, wakey. Who's <laughs> tough now? Moo juice. Boop. Chocolate. I bet this recipe is just all the wrong answers on a baking test. <laughs> Smells like dentures. Go away. Goodbye. For the icing, we boil butter, sugar, milk, and chocolate. My time has come. Not bad, dead people. All right. You're not supposed to work! It's incredible, and I'm mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Where is secrets? YouTube Shorts is acting really weird. I could be. God, I wish somebody would have told me when I was younger. All bodies aren't the same. Photoshop, bitty bitty models on magazine covers. Told me I was overweight. I stopped eating. What a bummer. Can't have carbs in a girl salad. If I could go back and tell myself when I was younger, I'd say, Psst. I know Victoria's secret. Girl, you wouldn't believe. She's an old man who lives in Ohio. Making money off of girls like. You got through it all. <laughs> yeah, I couldn't handle anymore. Toxic again, obvious, always obvious. Yep. You know when you have, you know when you have, the other night.
You know when you have toxic people that are finally out of your life and you're just wondering, how did I let it get this far? Like, how did I not notice that they were toxic to begin with? Because I'm doing so much better now. I came up with this metaphor that works for me. I'm not a therapist, but it works for me. People can be like food, and there's some foods that are good for you and some that are toxic. When you ingest something toxic, you're not always going to know that it's toxic right away. You're not going to get the rumbly tumblies right away. But over time, it does damage to your health without you even noticing it. Shit like white bread and processed sugar. Stuff that actually makes you feel pretty happy when you're eating them. Until one day your health is just shit and you're just like, what the fuck happened? But some people are like fruits and vegetables. They're good for you to have all the time. And just like when you start to clean up your eating, you don't notice until you start replacing those bad foods with good foods just how unhealthy you were all this time. And how much healthier you are now because you switched up your fucking eating. <laughs> I think I'm a genius. You know when you... All right, that I'm surprised you got all the way through it. So I, cut I, off I almost halfway. shut it down. I was I was zoning out. <laughs> Let's go check out three fun facts about cats and see if we can get some real entertainment here. If you want to impress your friends, seven times. If you want to impress your friends, here are three fun facts you did not know about cats. First, did you know that 40% of cats have a dominant hand just like you? Type in the comments which is your cat's dominant paw. Second, cats like to sleep on things that smell like their owners. This may be why your cat sleeps on your bed or sits on your dirty laundry. And third, sorry to dog owners, but there are around 88 million pet cats in the United States, which makes them the most popular pet in the country. If you want to impress your friends, here are three fun facts you there are about uh, 40 million single women who have all those 88 million cats. Yep. <laughs> they live in Catland or box wine in Catland. Yeah, I'll probably be uh, be the crazy cat lady. Uh, no, you got once you I'm got an empty nester. You, you got kids. You're good. <laughs> no, once I'm an empty nester, I'll probably wind up being crazy cat lady. Oh, see, you won't be a single crazy cat lady though. Most of the cats are owned by single women who are who are mad because they can't find a good uh, man yes, good because point. they've kicked all the good men to the curb. <laughs> and they go, where the hell are all the good men? Well, you kicked them all to the curb when they were younger and they went and found themselves a real woman. Oh, uh, the next one I meant to put on next week's show. Oh, so well, we're watching it one. anyway. Okay. It's here. It's here. It gets played. Why are these women burning? Why? Why are these women? Why are these women burning their hijabs and cutting their hair? In Iran, people are outraged about the death of 22-year-old Masha Amini. There's a lot of details that haven't been confirmed about what exactly happened, but we know that she was arrested by Iran's morality police for not wearing her headscarf properly. She was then taken into custody and died three days later. Police say she collapsed while she was detained and died of a heart attack, but her family says that she was perfectly healthy and never had any heart problems. Some people say that they saw officers beat Amini in the police van after she was arrested. And there are allegations that she took blows to the head. Protests blew up after her funeral. Many see this as the last straw for women in Iran dealing with violent policing. The UN said they received a number of videos showing Iran's morality police violently cracking down on women for not following hijab rules. They've called for an independent investigation into Amini's death. At least seven people have reported- All right, that's all I can handle that one. Okay. Why are these women burning their Stop. hijabs and- Stop playing! Mm -hmm. Now that one there is a whole nightmare unto itself, which yeah. may actually be 
part of a CIA operation to destabilize the government of Iran. And I have a question. I saw her where I saw her wearing a mask in one picture. Was she also jabbed? Most likely. Yeah, so maybe her heart maybe her heart attack wasn't just from being beaten, but from being traumatized a little bit and then having to jab. Well it seems like it. uh physical so. and emotional extreme stress can cause people who've had the jab to die off. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So there there's there's a lot of factors in it aside from the police mis uh, abusing her. And you of course, do any more any more of the shorts or No, let's keep going. We may as well finish okay. them all out. Weirdest thing doctor ever found Found up someone's butt. Okay. <laughs> Do I dare? So what's the weirdest thing that I? So what's the weirdest thing that I found up someone's butt? Probably not what you'd guess. I'm a GI doctor, by the way. I don't just look up people's butts for fun. A few months ago, I was doing a colonoscopy, not because this guy told us he put something up his butt. You look like a guy that looks up people's butts for fun, though. Really do. <laughs> But because he had a history of colon cancer and he needed a routine follow-up procedure to make sure the cancer hadn't come back. So we start the colonoscopy. We find the site where he previously had surgery to remove the cancer and had his colon reattached. It looked fine. So that's good. So I kept going. I get to the cecum. This is anatomically the first part of the colon and it's the farthest part of the colon from your butthole. And I'm looking around. I notice something silver. Silver, as you probably know, is not a common color in the human body. So I spray the area with water and I find a dime. FDR's face staring back at me. A dime in the cecum, which is probably five feet from the butthole and dozens of feet from the mouth. So he certainly didn't stick it up his butt. We used a special net tool to grab the dime and removed it. The patient woke up from anesthesia and told me he had never swallowed a dime before. So we gave him the dime and sent him on his way. That guy's made of money. So what's the weirdest thing that I found up someone's yeah, butt? okay. You're not much fun. I was expecting some of the really cool what? fun shit. So what's the weird? <laughs> All right, we'll leave that one be. I've heard I've heard interesting stories from EI doc or ER doctor or ER ER nurses talking about yeah. a patient that uh, would come in regularly. It was a street woman, and uh, she used to stash up her vagina an entire oh cache God, of coins. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> All right. Peanut butter bread from 1932. Him again? Hey, man, it's only two this time. Oh, okay. Peanut butter. Here's a psychology. Peanut butter bread from the Great Depression. Now, the Depression was rough, and while some people like it that way, the world of baking didn't. Butter, sugar, and eggs were scarce, but there was shelf-stable peanut butter. Start with two cups of flour, a pinch of salt, only a quarter cup of sugar, and four teaspoons of baking powder. Instead of typo, we want the bread to rise, not generate thrust. On this episode of Bread Goes to Space, mix. In goes one and a third cup of moo juice. That's milk. Now the half cup of peanut butter. You know, Peter Pan came out in 1928. Brave king. I wait until 2019. Get him! Fold! I don't know about this. There's not much to it. Meow. Bake at 325 for about an hour and 10 minutes. Well, it smells divine. <laughs> That's a good crumb. Yeah, it would probably be good. Man. This is stellar. You know, it's stuff perfectly is good. What's that? Peanut butter stuff is always good. Yeah, I imagine that would be good. That'd be like, that's like making uh, banana bread. Sounds like banana bread except instead of bananas, peanut butter. Yeah. Like a peanut butter cookie flavor of bread. Mm-hmm. Shapiro on why age is significantly less important than gender. All right. See if Shapiro has hey, let me ask you this. How old? Real thing. 
let me ask you this. How, okay, I won't ask you how old. I will ask you how old you are, okay? Because you're young enough that it's probably not insulting to ask you. So, I'm 22, so I'm probably only naive, right? No, why aren't you 60? Why aren't you 60? Visit. <laughs> oh. why, why can't you identify as 60? Why, what, what is the problem with you identifying as 60? You're right. Age is significantly less important than gender. You can't magically change your gender. You can't magically change your sex. You can't magically change your age. You can still legally change it. People recognize You can't legally change your age, by the way. Obviously. You can change your name. You can change your sex. You can change your identity. Just because you can do things legally doesn't mean that they are correct biologically. You could do lots of things in the past that were incorrect biologically and correct legally. For a long period of time in the United States, sterilization of the mentally ill took place. That didn't make it okay. Skinner versus Oklahoma. Justice Oliver Wendell Holmes wrote the decision. Right. Let me ask you this. How, okay, I won't ask you how old. I've I will seen, ask you how old I've you are. I've seen this. Okay. This was when Shapiro was at his peak of uh, <laughs> touring around college campuses. Yeah, I like that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's no longer as entertaining as he used to be. He started. He started taking the uh, the advertising money and all the monies from all the other places, and he lost his use. Oh, Which is I have what to happens make it make to him. Sense in here twice. Sorry about that. What's that? I have make it make sense twice in yeah, here by we'll, accident. We'll come back to the home baked pie question and, and then we'll be done. Yep. Wait a minute. Lullaby is super unsettling. Oh no, scroll up, remember? Yes, I know, but that one there looks So it is very rare. So it is very rare that I Oh, this is her. Go to sleep, you little baby. Go to sleep, you little baby. Mama's gone away and your daddy's gonna stay Didn't leave nobody but the baby Go to sleep, you little baby Go to sleep, you little baby Come and lay your bones on these alabaster stones And be my ever-loving baby so it is very rare that I do. She's got an amazing voice. Yeah, she really, really does. Every time I trip across her stuff, I just have to stop and listen to it. It doesn't matter what she's singing. She's got this voice that hits that resonance that just sends shivers down your spine. Oh, yeah. There's not very many people that have a voice that can do that. No, there's not. I'm amazed she hasn't become like crazy popular and is selling million and one records now. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm really surprised because, yeah, she's got that. Yeah, it's an incredible voice. All mm. right, let's see what we got here. Send men on this app, but I found, I found something I need to speak out against. Roll the tape. What would you do if you went to work today and one of your female coworkers brought you a home-baked pie? I, I wish I could have blind-duetted this because he and I had... The exact same expression on our face. I was so confused watching this video because this would have been my response too. I mean, yeah, if I trust a coworker, coworker to give me a pie, then I'll take. But why is she giving? Why is she giving you a whole pie? Are there are there like women trying to break up marriages with pies? Is this is this a real thing? Is this hypothetical? Something that I should be worried about? So you're gonna take the pie home? Yeah, I'll bring it home and we can eat it. That another female made for you. Yeah. I'll, I mean, why I is she making you pies? 
Honestly, even if she was trying to break up my marriage, I think my wife would be mad at me if I didn't bring home the pie. That's that's fresh home-baked pie. Yes. So it is very <laughs> rare that I defend men on this app, but I found I found something I need to speak out against. Roll the tape. What would you do oh, okay. if you went Starting to work again. today? They repeated. Yeah, well, I'd fucking take the pie home. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a home-baked pie, man. It's a home-baked pie. I don't care why she made it. Who gives a fuck? Yeah, and uh, when the kid sent this to me, she she came in. She's like, so what was the point of this woman asking that? And I had to explain to her, like, well, there's women out there who think that if you accept something that is home-baked, then you're cheating on that on your wife with that woman, which... It's so illogical. Yeah, well, it actually, my brain. actually, it's illogical now, but you go back to the 30s, 40s, and 50s, it wasn't illogical. Really? Because back then, women used to do things like that because a man's stomach was the, the, direct, the direct path to his fucking heart. And huh. back then, women used to prepare shit for men to sort of warm them up to ideas. Nowadays, women, they're no longer act like women anymore. And because women give it away for free, the men no longer have to work for it anyway. So they don't care. I mean, okay. nowadays, it's like, it's no big deal. She made me a pie. Maybe she just likes making pies and well, I mean, we're friendly. I guess friendly. there's also the aspect that we don't exactly have a shortage of pie ingredients to make. So No, that's true. That's true. Back then, there, there weren't all that many pie ingredients. And getting a home-baked pie back then was a big deal. Even now, it's a big deal, but still. <laughs> I was just going to say, now it's a big deal for entirely different reasons. Yes, because like, the yeah. fact that somebody actually knows how to cook. <laughs> yeah, now that's why it's a big deal. But back then, it was, wow, that's totally different how it's changed in just a couple generations. Yeah, well, the, the whole world's changed in three generations, man. The three generations born since the 1950s, the entire world has gone fucking sideways. Yep. Yeah. It's just fucking sideways. And it's like I said, like I said, man, we might be at the point where an EMP might be our only fucking solution to it. All right. With all that being done and the crazy ass uh, fucking TikToks being covered over, I think it's time for us to close out the show. Let's have a little bit of music. Carry us on the hell out of here. These are the days of thunder. We're going to make Time stands still. A quarter after midnight, and I'm watching the wall. Sometimes I feel so uptight, I just can't sleep at all. Every day, doing the same old thing, we're losing time. Comes, we gotta have some fun and rewind. These are the days of thunder. 
There we have it, folks. That's all we've got for you. Although I was covering up some of the recipes I've got over at therogestavern.com or therogesoasis.com to go check out the recipes. Turns out that if you become a member of the site, you have access to my uh, salsa recipe, which I forgot cool. was up there. <clears throat> all right. That's all we got. Take care now. Bye-bye. Take care. Adios, mofo. Oh my